we were listening to Divish's The Seattle Times Extra Inning Podcast, and it was very uh, just kind of like, whoa, like one of those, holy shit, what the, everybody in the league or a lot of people in the league want to see Jerry and Scott fail, including inside the organization. How did this, how did this all come about, and where do you think this all stems from, Hannah? Um, it just must be, I mean, the Mariners culture from way back with Mather, but also, uh, with Jerry, you know, taking over and changing things like any big company, uh, changes hard and, you know, the, the foot soldiers left in the organization, you know, when change happens, they might not always agree with it or think it's the right thing. And there's some backlash and, I think that might have something to do with it. He also mentioned that some agents he's talked to has mentioned that Seattle might be an organization where if it comes down to things that uh, they might tell their client to look elsewhere. So, I mean, that's a big deal if you're the Mariners trying to um, attract free agents here. I mean, besides the, the travel and being out, in the you know way out away from every other major league city, um, yeah, it's a big deal. Well, I think personality and chemistry is a lot in baseball. And if you look back at the championship teams, it's the it's the teams with the most chemistry that go on to win. You got the Yankees and Dodgers pay, paying money every year. What well, the Dodgers have made the playoffs the last ten years. Yeah, ago. so the vibe's good, right? Everybody's got yeah. money. Well, yeah, I don't. The teams that have like outperformed the the highest payrolls and want going on to one the World Series, you know, that's the that's how you want your team built. <coughs> everyone's, oh, that is absolutely. Everyone's supporting one another. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Dodgers have had one of the higher payrolls in the last ten years, only won one title. Same with the Yankees; they haven't won in, the, in over a decade. So there is something to that. I, I think you know. They brought in Jesse Winker, not knowing what he was like. You know, they knew his baseball, how he would perform on the field, but this year he didn't, and there was reports of him not meshing well with the team and the the rest of the players on the team. So, yeah, I mean, you really never know until you get someone in your building. Yeah, they asked Colton Wong, they're like, if we were to win, would you dance a jig? And he answered yes, and that's sold. Yeah, so you're saying maybe some players, basically what you're saying is some players might be like, I'd be interested to go there, but are we going to have to do that dance after the game? Especially if you play the outfield. Yeah. And uh, what if he's like, listen, I would love to play with the Mariners, but I just don't I don't dance. That's Randy or Rosarina. <laughs> do you say, Hanno, do you think the dancing has something to do with it? No, because if, uh, I mean, I didn't really – picture Adam Frazier as a dancer, but he fit in and danced fine. Yeah. So, well, something to think about because is it what Ryan Divish is alluding to here or is it the dance or is it the weather? I don't, I don't know where to travel. It it is strange. The ballpark. Yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. I mean, it is one thing to just blame the person that's supposed to be going out and, you know, writing the checks and all this and that. But then, it is a thing of like, do you want to come to Seattle? I would definitely want to play in Seattle because of Julio. You know, 
other baseball players have a chance to come play with. I don't know. Not because you could just take the bus down to work? No. It would be like they get to play with, like, the ne- next greatest player. Maybe I have a little bias, you know, but. And to say that we're not willing to spend the money, we just spent, like, $350 million on Julio before everyone else. Right, but that's only, you know, uh, over how many years where. It's over 13, just like all the other contracts. So what are we paying them every, what are we paying them this year, like $4 million or $6 million? There's a lot of escalators in there. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy, we didn't go go, I'm happy we didn't go out and pay too much for some underachiever, basically. And I guess what they're doing now is, you know what, they're paying, they're giving them these long contracts because it has to do with a luxury tax and, you know putting a lot of money on the back end so that they don't have to pay as much in luxury taxes, basically. So, then, you know, what's next? You're going to have somebody that's 500 million, 50, 15 years. <laughs> you know, that's going to be the Otani contract. 50, $50, million, $50 million a year for 12 years. Oh, uh, yeah, as far as Otani, I mean, yeah, he's the, he's going to get at least 50. I mean, he could be the next $60 million. A year guy, possibly. I mean, and for the Mariners to think, you know, I've heard people say, oh, the Mariners are holding off maybe for Otani. I mean, I don't really believe that. Maybe it's true. I mean, that's a, that's a lot, that's a year away and there'll be 20, you know, 20 plus teams in on that as well. I could get if you want to hold off for somebody, if you're some shitty team. If you're not a a win now team, I get it. You're like, well, I'm not. We'll just, we'll just, uh, you know, develop what we have. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, just make it competitive. Still want to sell tickets, keep the fans interested. We're going after him next year. But where the Mariners are in a win now situation, and add the add to the fact that hey, guess what? We're not the only fucking team bidding. We're not bidding against ourselves for this guy. You don't think the Yankees are going to be involved? You don't think the the way the money the uh, the way the Mets don't care <laughs> about spending money, or the Phillies, or the Dodgers? Look, if he signs with the Dodgers, he doesn't even have to move. Well, don't even, yeah, don't even get me started on Otani. Basically, where Otani goes next year is like pretty much a World Series contender. He's going to pick what team he thinks he's going to best fit in, and then oh god. The Mets, you know, Verlander, Scherzer, and Otani. Oh, man. Every, every every lineup you add them to just becomes even, you know, the hitting lineup, too. Oh, but, you know, come to the Mariners, Otani. We're going to win the World Series with you next year. <laughs> I think they are going to, you know, roll out the red carpet. There's going to be a lot of pageantry and fanfare during the uh, All-Star Game weekend, and I think that's when it's going to heat up. But, look, that doesn't do us any good right now. You need to reach out to Ichiro. Just <laughs> well, that was a reason I read that he did not come to Seattle. He didn't want to be tied to any of the Ichiro nostalgia that he brought to the Mariners. He wanted to create his own um or about himself as a player and make his own name on his own. So that possibly hurt the Mariners in the beginning. And I've even read where Otani might not want to go to a team that's loaded up because kind of from where his culture is, he likes to, you know, not take the easy way to uh, 
win a championship. So I don't know if that's true or not, but just something I read. Well, there's just something that was here, like you said, that he just, no. Because, you know, all reports were we were walking down the aisle with him and it didn't happen. He also balked at the L.A. Dodgers. I just don't feel like when we keep being like, we're going to be in on this, and, and the belief is we're making a big run because, listen, at the end of this season that we just had, we thought, hey, this makes a whole lot of sense uh, with all the free agents in the middle infield that were available. We're just probably going to add one of them because we have the money to spend, and that's what we're going to do. And Jerry said, hey, we're going to spend when the time's right, and, and it just that didn't turn out to be the case. So I'm not, you know uh, – too much on board that this is going to be a big reality for Otani next year. And also for me right now, it doesn't do anything. No, I agree with you. And, you know, like you mentioned, the years coming into this year, we uh, had a great year last year and we're talking about spending the money, but like um, Ninja said, you know, the, the class of this year's free agency maybe not wasn't the strongest in some positions that the Mariners needed for outfield, and the market got blown up. So it does make sense that we didn't spend all that money on average players. But still, it's you know we signed a couple guys for just one year deals in Hernandez and Wong, and then next year they become free agents, and we're going to go through this all over again unless we re up them. So. It's interesting to see where this Mariner management is going to take this team. Yeah, and I think it is fair to say, you know, when when fans and people are like, we haven't done anything this offseason. I, I think it is fair to say we haven't done anything, uh, you know, as far as free agent signing, which we haven't. You could point to what they did during the season and you know, at the trade deadline and – Signing Julio and extending Castillo, I absolutely applaud them on that. But that was all business that happened last season. 